and welcome to the Some Sort of Miracle podcast. Uh, my name is Edward Barrett and I'm here this evening with Tim Hobbs. Welcome to the podcast, Tim. Hello, Ed. Thank you for having me. I know, it's a, it's a pleasure. So um, would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourself to get us started? Um, yeah, I would. Uh, so the funny thing is we've just literally been through all this yeah. and I thought we were recording and we weren't recording. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> so a little bit about myself. Um so, as you can probably tell, I'm not, uh, I'm not a northerner. We, you know, we're up in Leeds now, but I was born and <clears throat> raised in Surrey. Uh, so I was about nine or ten. And then we moved to Nottingham, <clears throat> uh, where, my, where my parents still are. Um, and then I moved to Leeds in 2009, so nearly... Oh, no, it is ten years ago. Sorry, yeah. It'll be ten years in a couple of months. Um, uh, and so I grew up going to church... Uh, we were in Surrey and then when we moved that kind of uh, stopped when we moved to Nottingham um, and cause, as I was saying to Ed earlier I, I think there was probably a couple of different reasons um, but I've never really been sh- particularly sure why um, but then I kind of established or at least began to establish my faith uh, when I was about 14 through one of my secondary school friends um, who whose family really invested in me and not not for the reasons to convert me or anything like that but because just because they loved me and they really did that well and for a family who didn't have a lot um you know in terms of the material sense you know they're quite a large family or what I thought was a large family you know four siblings and um uh, and parents um but, you know, like a hot meal was never out of the question. They bought me my first Bible, all that kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, so Josh, who is this friend, he's still my, my best friend. We were best men for each other at our weddings. And, um, yeah, we've really been there for one another. Um, it was quite tough. Uh, last year, his mum sadly passed away uh, after a battle with, with cancer. And so that was difficult because that was, you know, a hugely instrumental person in my faith. Um, but, yeah, so I moved to Leeds uh, for university. So that was kind of after a few years of really kind of not knowing what to do with myself, what to do with my life. Originally, I was going to the Air Force, decided that wasn't what I wanted to do, because I, I think I was doing it for other people more than for me. Uh, at which point my mum kind of said, you know, just go to university, find, just do something you're interested in. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. if you don't intend to carry it on. Just sure. So, yeah, film has always been... I've always watched probably too much TV, yeah. too much film, but that's kind of where I've learned a lot yeah. and hopefully good things, mostly. <laughs> um, so have you kind of always been interested in film or has it kind of been like just a creative spark in you somehow that's kind of come out in lots of different ways? Or has film kind of been the main focus for for a long time? I mean, I've always I've always really liked film. Mm. I mean, probably before I was a teenager, you know, I liked it as much as any other kid yeah. does. I don't I don't ever particularly remember myself being that creative. Mm. But maybe my parents would. I think I've always had quite a good imagination. Okay. Um, but yeah, I as a kid, I never really creative stuff i wasn't interested in like lego or anything like that um 
I think I've always enjoyed getting to know people. Yeah. So it was, and I realize that's not kind of the question you're asking, <laughs> but it, it does lead into, you know, my interest in film and, like, you know, doc, whether it's documentaries or feature length stuff um, and dramas and that kind of thing. You know, when you watch a film, you're getting to know a character, or if it's a documentary, um, you're getting to know a person, or, you know, if it's the David Attenborough stuff, you're getting to know an animal or kind of ecosystem, you know, whatever it is, you know, you're getting to know something or someone. Um, and then particularly, you know, when I went to university, you know, and got more invested in church uh, and the Christian union there, I, one of the main things I'd love to do was to meet with people and just sit and whether they were struggling with something or if it was just catching up with a mate, you know, just sit and listen mm. and, get just get to know them it's like tell me who you are um you know i like to think that i'm in, in a positive way quite a vulnerable person you know and that i'm happy to share most if not anything about me mm. um you know i'm not i'm not ashamed to kind of share the difficult things like i was you know chatting with you before about you know various things to do that mental health in my family. And I think that's a huge, I think it's important, you know, particularly, well, in, in any walk of life, but, you know, if we're meant to be church and if we're meant to be in relationship with one another and with God, then, you know, we have to, we have to bear ourselves to one another and with him. And obviously there's time and a place and, you know, you kind of <clears throat> have to judge that a little bit. So yeah, but with film, it's kind of I think it's something that's developed, and particularly my creative side has something been something that's developed. I've probably started to do more kind of writing yeah. um, through kind of the mental health stuff. I've been into photography for quite a while. That's some, I guess in terms of the imagery side of things, mm. that's where that started. Um, but then in terms of like the story based stuff, you know, I like to write. I still do a bit, not as much as I used to. Um, but yeah, I'd like to write. And I think that's what really helped me process mm. some of the difficult stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in a way, you know, making the films and the processes that I go through now is, is still very much that. And yeah. whether that's processing my story, whether that's processing somebody else's story in a way that we can all understand, okay. uh, and that kind of communicates it well. Mm. And, you know, in this instance, thinking about like film ministry, Sure. Um, you know, I wonder if sometimes we don't do a very good job of it, of communicating the gospel mm -hmm. and maybe we need to change that. And that doesn't mean changing the gospel itself. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean watering down the gospel. Like, of course we shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I want, I do wonder if, you know, as the church, we, we kind of sh struggle or try not to change because we kind of think oh it's been done like this for so long yeah, yeah. but then if we look at the church now and so many people leaving or not even coming in because they can't relate mm. well then that says something about how we're communicating in how jesus is yeah, relevant yeah, yeah. to them or or maybe you know we're not communicating that yeah. um and you know thinking about again like i said to you before about you know being in this visual generation how is the church we making the most of the things around us whether that's you know photography and instagram or whether that's youtube and 
<clears throat> Vimeo and feature length films or and everything in between of course um you know I don't think we do that and I, I don't know whether that's because we're scared to um or it's the amount of effort it's going to take um or whether we think it's inaccessible you know now with everyone has a smartphone well most people have a smartphone yeah. that can make some kind of record mm. some kind of video mm. um you know we don't all have to be <clears throat> the the louis Theroux's or yeah. you know steven spielberg's to mm. make a well thought out film that shares who jesus is mm. and who and how he's affected us and how mm. our lives have changed so would you say that. that kind of that sort of thinking was what led to you starting your um, film ministry? Yeah. Could um, you talk us through that sort of that journey of uh, deciding to start doing that? Yeah. So I'll, I'll try and kind of compact it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But um, so it kind of started in 2010, and I was um, I was on beach mission in North Wales. Uh, and it was kind of the first time I'd ever done anything like that. A bit of kind of, as I was saying, about being a very shy child and teenager, like being a part of a youth-leading mission was kind of not something natural to me. Anyway, so kind of I really felt strongly, you know, kind of, okay, what am I good at when I was there? And, you know, being on the beach one day by myself and God saying, like, you know, you've been watching these videos and listening to the, this music and looking into these organisations. That's what I want you to do. And that's quite a broad thing because I was like, well, okay, God, that's quite vague. Okay, but, you know, I'll, I'll bear it in mind sort of thing. But I was excited and, you know, I hope that I still am. Um, so anyway, so over the last nine years or so, it's been much of a journey of what does that look like? Um, so yeah, my de my degree was film production and specialised in sound, uh, and so it was kind of how do I, was kind of thinking, okay, how do I use that um, to share Jesus, and mm. in what yeah, what capacity does that look like? Um, since I graduated, uh, it was kind of a case of being self employed in my spare time, uh, creating film for churches and charities and different organizations which um there's been a lot of learning from trial and error you know getting things wrong um yeah. but i think in, in anything like that and in anything in life it's knowing that that's okay mm. um and sometimes you need to admit when you've you've messed up in you know making something in it whether you're providing a service or not um so, yeah, it's taking the positives and the negatives. It's like, okay, how can I do this different next time? So that, you know, in anything like that in life, it's you know a learning process. But then it was probably the last two or three years of these organisations that I was kind of talking about. So there's Come and Live, um, who are a um, an organisation that supports musicians. So they're based in the States, um, and so they call the musicians that they're affiliated with um, musicianries, so kind of like missionaries, musicians. Um, so the guy that heads that up is my uh, guy called Chad, who's become a very good friend of mine. Um, and so he comes from a A&R background for a big Christian record label. Um, 
they've made some really high quality films and kind of going to places like New Zealand and Colombia um, where they kind of share Jesus intentionally through relationship um, with one another, with their musicians and with the people that they do their shows to. Uh, and, you know, you're talking kind of like the hardcore Christian metal scene and, you know, alternative scene. Um, so there's organizations like that that have influenced me. There's uh, another one who are actually mentoring me now called Moving Works, who are based okay. out of Austin in Texas. Um, so I came across them about six, seven years ago when they kind of started or just after they started. Um, and they again they're a non-profit they have to raise all their own salaries all their funding and you know they felt called to go across the world to show and share how jesus is moving in all the corners of the world so whether that's in the states whether that's in egypt and syria um more recently they've been in japan uh, you know whether that's a really difficult place yeah. in many ways to to do outreach and to to do church and um, they've just been filming in denmark i think um but yeah so they the guy who started that pete he comes from like a hollywood background writing background so you know you're talking really well-made christ-centered films um kind of unlike anything that I've seen before. Mm. Um, so do check them out. And all their stuff is free as well. That's part of their mission statement. What was their name again? So that's Moving Works Films. Okay. It's probably the best way to, to find them on Google or YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the last few years, it's kind of seeing stuff like that and those people investing in me. Um, and I'm kind of saying, like, okay, I, I've been talking for years about how I feel I have this calling but I have no idea what that looks like. And again, like I was saying to you before, um, I think that's where a lot of us, whether it's creatives or people that just want to try something new, mm. it's like, where do we even begin? Yeah. And so Chad, you know, once said to me, kind of when I was asking him, you know, where do I even begin? He said, just, just start like as, as kind of, vague as that is he said you know just start just find a, so in my case making videos making films find the stories that are nearest to you so whether that's friends and family whether that's your city your church um because you know if we can't if we can't start there or don't want to start there how can we go on maybe potentially on the bigger stage someday um you know honing in those skills and also um it's one thing to make films, but to kind of figure out how to make films about Jesus and to do it well yeah, yeah. is is another thing. Um, and, you know, having, you know, that security, I suppose, of starting to make with friends and soon I'm going to be starting to make a film with a local, fairly high-profile rugby league um, okay. Christian uh, player um who i'm not going to tell you what his name sure. is to leave you in some okay. suspense um but uh or if you're from the south you might not even know what rugby league is so <laughs> there you go um but yeah it was just to kind of start and so i made yeah i made the first one the first episode of northern voices last year and it probably it took most of last year even though it's like a 10 no 12 minute film yeah. um 
you know, kind of got the idea there, met up with Brad a few times, who's the guy that it's on. Um, didn't take long to film, really. Um, it's that we kind of maybe didn't plan it that effectively right, yeah, yeah. to begin with. Um, and then so once we eventually got the filming done, um, I probably didn't really prioritise it in a way that I should have done or would have liked to have done. Um, you know, it's not something that I've earned any money off and probably never will. And, you know, now I'm fine with that. But at the time, it was kind of like, well, you know, I'm not earning anything from this, but, you know, this other project's come in, so I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then before I know it, it's nearly Christmas and I've not even got the film out yet. And I've been doing this, doing it for uh, seven months, seven, eight months. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm. Um, so they kind of got to the point where I was like, yeah, I need to stop talking about this. And it's like, what's my next step? Mm. Um, and so in terms of jobs, like, so at the moment I work for a university in financial services doing admin. And, you know, is it what I want to do? No, not really. But at the moment it serves a purpose, A, of, you know, to pay the bills, you know, buy food, all the rest of it. Um, but it's quite a flexible job. Um, recently I've compressed my hours. So I do four, five days in four, so four long days. And then I have Fridays to do the, the ministry stuff. Um, but yeah, it was towards the end of last year. I was kind of like, okay, I need a change. So I started doing interviews and would come really close, uh, and, and not get it. And, you know, had only positive feedback, but, you know, kind of wasn't getting it. So I was, it kind of seemed like an answer to prayer in some ways. Yeah. You're kind of saying, okay, God, what what do I do next? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the last interview, so I had one interview, which was going to be part of a series, and then I pulled out of the process because I'd kind of thought, okay, I need to kind of really go forwards with film ministry, whatever that may look like. Yeah, yeah. And by having a job like that means that I won't be able to do that mm-hmm. because it would be too demanding. It would take too much time. Um so yeah, so kind of there and then, so this, we're talking like November, December time, I kind of said, right, okay, this is what I'm doing. Um, probably six months before that, I would have been like, no, I'm not doing that. That's too scary. Um, it's going to be too hard. I, I'm not good enough. Uh, all the, you know, all the other excuses that I could probably come up with to, you know, to not do what God was calling me to do and still is calling me to do, hopefully. Um, so yeah, so I released the film in January. Um, had a really, really, really good response. You know, a few kind of criticisms, like creative criticisms, which you know were helpful. You know, maybe hard to swallow to begin with, yeah. but um, but yeah, kind of week by week, it was kind of like okay, you know, this even if it's really small affirmations of like. Oh, I saw your film. That's great. To oh, I showed your film to some non-Christian friends. They loved it. Or you know, even me myself sending it to non-Christian friends and yeah. family. They're like, oh yeah, it was really good. Mm. Like, oh, great. Mm. And so it's only had like I say only like three hundred and fifty views or something on YouTube. Fifty of them are probably me. <laughs> um, but you know, that's you know, for the sake of your argument, that's. 300 or 350 views or 350 people that hadn't seen that before um so whether you know the way i see it now if if one person looks at it or a hundred thousand people see it then at the end of the day i'm still 
doing or trying to do what God's calling me to do. Absolutely. And if that, if only one person sees mm. it and it changes their opinion slightly on mm. who Jesus really is and how he affects people and who Christians really are, mm. then great. Um, do you find it kind of easy to get hung up on statistics and viewing figures and all that sort of thing? I know you talked about coming to kind of a level of acceptance there about or not maybe acceptance is the wrong word but understanding that you know it can as long as it was meaningful for one yeah. one viewer there's value in it i mean whenever you're creating something whether it's you know whether you're making a film or whether you know you're a kid building a lego tower yeah i don't know why i thought of that but there you go <laughs> um you're you know you're seeking approval mm. in, in some sense whether you know you realize it or not yeah um I guess the kind of the key difference and the, uh, probably the important difference is catching yourself mm. in, in those, you know, when you fall into that mindset and, you know, yeah, we want to make things that, you know, people are going to watch and it doesn't mean that they're going to like them because, you know, if you think about who Jesus was, who he is, you know, he did and does things that we don't like and yeah. that are really tough and, mm but we have to do them and, you know, and, you know, they're filled with love mm. and, you know, as long as we're filling what we're doing with love and, you know, an urgency for people to know him. And that doesn't mean like hitting people with the truth stick because sure. if that's what we're doing, then we shouldn't, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't do what, you know, it, that's involved with. But in terms of like statistics, like, yeah, I, you know, I think about, I can think oh, how many people who's watched it this week, you know, this second video is being out, um a week and a bit i think i can't remember now um <clears throat> and i think there's been like 150 say like for, uh, yeah um but actually like you know there's been people in that 150 who maybe are more influential or kind of um and again it's I don't want to do it to get people's approval, though sometimes maybe I do. But um, you know, I do want this to go somewhere. Yeah. I, 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 you know, if, I mean, at the end of the day, if it just ends up being me doing this in my in my spare time, and that's what God's calling me to do, then fine. And you know, that will become apparent at some point if that is the case. Mm. Um, but, you know, I do think God challenges us and kind of encourages us to keep pushing. And there, there, there is a fine um, a fine line in that because you can push yourself too far. And, you know, I think recently I, I've, I've felt that mm. uh, physically, like I'm, I'm quite tired mm. <laughs> at the moment. Uh, so this, apart, you know, apart from doing this, this week, I'm kind of not really doing much yeah. video stuff. I'm not going to have Friday off, but... Um, it's very easy to go one way or the other. It can be very easy to sit and wait and kind of wait for God to provide you with, um, I don't know, it's a, in my case, you know, a story or a new piece of equipment or whatever. But yeah. actually, can I, can I already do the stuff with what I have? Yes, I can. Mm. And because I've already done it. So I don't, you know, yeah, I'd like a new camera, but yeah. well, I can wait. <laughs> um, so we spoke a little bit about kind of some of the things that you were hoping 
that would come out of Northern Voices. Um, and you've mentioned kind of maybe reaching one person or reaching a couple of people and changing their opinion about who Jesus is in a, in a small way. Would you say that um, it comes from a place of evangelism, that, that you, that's your main aim behind it, or is it, is it more than that um, or different to that? Well, yes and no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of, we're, again, before we were chatting about evangelism and, yeah, I, d- I don't think it's a very helpful word. Mm. Um, whilst on paper, that's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I guess it is what I'm doing or trying to do. And, you know, I guess you and your job, that's yes. yeah, yeah. You know, what you're trying to do. Um, but if we're saying, oh, I'm doing this to do evangelism... Does that run the risk of kind of saying like oh, I'm doing this to tick a box to kind of pin that label on myself of yes, like oh well, yeah. now I'm an evangelist so mm. you know I make evangelical films and it's I think the terminology is a byproduct really because mm. really whatever we do whether we're making films or we're a youth worker or you know digital evangelist or whatever you, yes, yeah, you know yeah. you're saying your role is with this at the end of the day we're doing what we do or hopefully we should be doing what we do because um yes we want to know we want people to know jesus and we want to know those people and we want them to know us mm. but that's only brought about through those intentional relationships now whether that's through the creating of a film yeah. and the relationships that are built through that. So whether that's for me, you know, building relationships with the people that I'm actually working with or whether yeah. that's the relationships I'm building with the people that see and hear about my films. Mm. Um, that's great. Um, but, you know, likewise, that can be um, building relationship with my neighbours. Yeah. So, you know, kind of putting film aside for a second, you mm. know, making sure that we do church every day that we don't limit it to just Sundays and to, um, you know, midweek study groups Mm. and the odd church event or fun day or whatever. Um, because, because that's, you know, that's not consistent. You know, people, if, if people are going to come to Christ, they want to see consistency. They want to see, um, how Jesus affects you in the everyday. Yeah. So how he affects us, um, how he's in us when we're in mm. the supermarket, mm. you know, when we can't find the cereal we want. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the best examples, again, kind of like relating to the supermarket thing is, you know, some friends of ours who have been hugely influential on my wife and I. Um, when it comes to the, that intentional relationships, um you know, they don't have lots of uh, free time, lots of spare time. Mm. Um, But instead of saying, no, we don't have time to see you, it's, oh, we're going to the supermarket. Why don't you come with us? Yeah. And that's very counterintuitive Mm. to people, particularly, I think, you know, in Western culture. Um, And I think that kind of has fallen into happening in church where we segregate and kind of segment our time into 
whether it's free time to spend with people or events or church and you know it all becomes separate things yes um but you know if we're if we're to kind of follow that calling to follow jesus then that has to be all the time and if people get going to get to know us and ultimately get to know him that has to be all the time in all of us in all we do so whether that's me in creating films or whether that's you and your youth work or um i don't know the local bin man or whoever and yeah. was a random job but um so you know my hope my heart is that through film whether it's the actual process of making the films or whether that's the the end product um is that you know i i'm hoping that i am intentionally investing in other people and you know and you know god will god will reward us through that by intentionally investing in us Mm. i mean he's already done that through jesus and you know Mm. by the cross and you know the gospel um but, you know, for me, part of this process, of, as I was saying, you know, in the actual process itself of making the film, in in that I enjoy listening to people and getting to know people. And, you know, the few people that I've made these films on are now really good friends of mine. I mean, they were friends already, but kind of loosely in some mm. ways. And But now I really know them. Yeah. And... I find that hugely rewarding and I hope that as a part of that, that they've got to know me Mm. and, you know, what my heart for all this is as well. And as a result, they've become, you know, more passionate about the Mm. things that I'm trying to do. And I hope that I'm more passionate about the things that they're doing. So this recent film with my friend Levi, who's, um, I think I can say sort of where, so he's a missionary in Japan. I won't Mm. say where exactly. Um, But yeah, and it's, you know, before it's just kind of like, oh, great. Yeah, he's a missionary in Japan. Brilliant. Mm. And, but now that I I really know him um, and I know his story, why he, why he loves not just sharing Jesus, but, you know, Japanese culture Mm. and, and also the things that have happened in his life that have brought him to that stage and also at times have got in the way. And I won't give away too much because you should watch the film. Yes, yeah, um, But um, And I just count that as a huge privilege, mm. you know, to be able to get to know people like that mm. more. And, you know, my hope is that the films mean that other people will get to know them more but ultimately get to know jesus through those people and through their stories Mm. because that's real life it's day-to-day stuff yeah um you know big part of why i've made what i've made and hopefully why i continue to make what i'll make um is so that people who don't feel that jesus is relevant to them can see how he is relevant to them what he looks like in the everyday Mm. Um, that it's not just about being in some, you know, musty, cold building or like, or on the other end of the spectrum, some really well kitted out Mm. thing. You know, I've heard people kind of say like, I don't want to go into that church. that has got, you know, like the red carpet, the flat screen TVs. I I, I don't feel welcome there. Mm. I don't feel in, you know, 
a part of that I feel out of place. Mm. Um, you know, I find it, you know, thinking of cameras and film, I find it hugely off-putting going to churches that have all these cameras roaming around and it's, you know, it becomes the performance of... Yeah. Which I, I was going to say the performance of church, but I, when it becomes a performance, I don't, I don't think it is church mm. because it's just a performance. It's saying, look at us and... It becomes a product. Yeah, how much kit have we got? How, you know, yeah. how pretty can we make it look? And actually, mm. you know, being a Christian you know following jesus isn't always pretty actually it's probably rarely pretty mm. it's really difficult um you know making films uh, again i, ho I hope i'm not kind of tooting my own horn and all that cause I, I don't want to but you know making films about jesus is not easy it's mm. not pretty um not you know not many people have watched them yet hopefully a lot more people will um you know, but, you know, if I if I say to someone, oh, I'm making films, you know, about faith and it's kind of like I kind of sometimes feel maybe I, this is just me kind of projecting this reaction. But I get the sense that they're like, oh, right. Great. See you later. Mm. Um, but then actually, you know, when I have when I do send it to people and I think. <clears throat> like when we want somebody to do something in church, we shouldn't just kind of do kind of a vague broadcast although sometimes that works but actually when we again intentionally invest in someone by going up to somebody and saying look i think you're going to be really good at this have you thought about it so with with me and film involved you know i will send it to individuals yeah i'll kind of broadcast it on facebook and whatever but you know i'll email it to people mm. i'll text it to people or whatever or you know send a private message on facebook and say like Oh, I've made this or WhatsApp as well, you know, check it out. Yeah. You know, whether that's non-Christian friends, that's Christian friends, whoever. And actually quite often because I've sent it to them personally and saying like, look, I've made this. Like, I love it if you'd watch it. Mm. Um, I mean, they probably don't all watch it and, you know, that's okay. And I have to be okay with that because if it becomes, like we were saying earlier about the statistics sure, and... Yeah. Um, the affirmation of other people, then actually, you know, I'm no longer then doing it for Jesus and mm. <clears throat> to share the gospel. I'm doing it for, you know, the popularity contest. Mm. Um, and if, if that's the case, I'm not going to win because, yeah, it's too difficult yeah. <laughs> yeah. to do that. And I don't think I have the patience either. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it'd be great if you could just kind of let us know how can we find these videos if for the listeners if they want to come and watch some of your videos what's the best way of them finding them uh so at the moment so i'm in the process of getting a new website done so um i mean if you do want to check my website out um so that's tkhcreative.wordpress.com um yeah hopefully it's going to be looking much more smoother and swish soon but uh, so that yeah, you can check out on there, or if you go onto YouTube uh, and search uh, TKH Creative. Um, so my logo is like it's a white background with like a little green flag yeah. with the initials in. Um, or you could just type in Northern Voices mm. um, 
probably like Northern Voices, Brad, that's the first episode, or there's Northern Voices, yeah. Levi, which is the one that I've just done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is there a third episode coming out soon? When should we be looking out for that one? Uh, so, there, well, so, so it's yet to start filming. Okay. Um, so, but we're not far off. Um, so, yeah, going to be this, yeah, this local sporting hero let's say because mm-hmm. i think that's probably what a lot of people would call him yeah um so yeah he's agreed to do it. we've met up a couple of times uh, he's super up for it he's super into video already you know he has his own little company as well which helps mm. um so hopefully we're going to start filming um yeah probably in a couple of weeks hopefully okay. Uh, so then that would mean the process at the moment from starting, you know, from pre-production to releasing, if I'm going to stay on it, is probably three to four months. Okay. Probably yeah. more towards four months. Mm. So we're now August, so September, October. So, yeah, so we're talking probably like no, mid-November, okay. I reckon. Yeah. Definitely before Christmas. Um so yeah and that they're all kind of like 10 about i try and aim for about 10 minutes because sure. i think like after that you've got to really be keeping people engaged yeah and, um yeah then you're kind of reaching the realms of a full-length documentary which yeah, yeah i don't have the time for at the moment <laughs> but um but yeah it's been a great process and yeah, it's not easy. Like I was saying, there's days where I'm like, oh man, am I, should I really be doing this? Mm. Um, it's like, it's tiring, but at the end of the day, it's kind of, you know, you think about the, you know, the Great Commission and, you know, Jesus calling us to make his name known among the nations and build his kingdom. Mm. Um and, you know, you look at the life of Jesus and, you know, yeah, it's it's not easy. And um, as my mum has always said, you know, if it, it'd be boring if it was easy. Um, and actually that, you know, it's things like that that have really helped me in mm. kind of just being like, actually, yeah, that, that's so right. If it was just able to do it like, you know, like that, then it probably it probably doesn't need doing really. Yeah. Things that need doing take time, they take effort they need to be thought out well um you know if we're to communicate jesus well um whether it's through making films or writing books or performances or um teaching you know whatever it is it's going to take time Mm. because you know when we invest in people it takes time it's not an overnight thing and i think you know that's something that i had to accept very early on in this process is that it's not going to be overnight um you know the people the christians in the various industries that are doing well and you know the stuff is seen or heard or you know whatever quite a lot um it's taken years Mm -hmm. uh, you know and for me it might be yeah two three four five ten years before Mm -hmm any kind of recognition but again kind of coming back to that thing of if i'm doing it for the recognition then i shouldn't be doing it so if my hope my heart is that you know if one person sees it Mm. great 
I mean, obviously, I hope that more, and I pray that more yes, than one yeah. people, or one person sees it, um, of course. But, um, you know, it's that whole thing of, I forget, I, I'm not very good at remembering exactly where things are in scripture, but, you know, it's the whole kind of lost sheep parable. Mm. You know, does a shepherd, when he has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 mm. uh, in search for that one? Um and yeah. and ultimately, yeah, you know, I'm, who am I making it f- these things for? Yeah, of course, I'm making them for Christians. I want to encourage Christians and yeah. whatever walk of life, you know, for you know, Southern Christians to know what Christianity looks like in the North, for yeah. for well-off Christians to see what day to day church looks like on the council estates in the yeah. families that have very little that. Yeah. Um, you know, in the dysfunctional, difficult families, you know, that you kind of need to see what consistency looks like in having a heavenly father when they don't have a father at home mm. um, and everyone in between. But, you know, and likewise for people who are non-Christians to kind of see, um, oh, right, that's that's what church really looks like or yeah. that's what being a Christian really looks like. You know, yeah, to break down those um those barriers and those stereotypes um and also the stereotype of you know that christian media christian films are like tacky and cheesy and (laughs) poorly made and either that or it's kind of without kind of naming names like prosperity gospel stuff sure um and don't get me wrong there is a lot of good content again like we said earlier about know things like the alpha course Mm. um but you know that's for a very specific purpose Mm. so whether it's the alpha course or christianity explored or um i don't know training courses you know whatever it might be like yeah they're great and they're really well made and Mm. got really high production value um but apart from organizations like in the states like moving works Mm. and come and live <clears throat> you know that's a part another reason why i want to do this because i don't i don't see anyone else really doing that here mm. yeah i see people making videos for charities and churches and yeah. whoever yeah of course you do and like there are people doing that within churches but mm. i don't really see anyone making films purely to make jesus known mm. you know for no profit no return mm. apart from building you know the kingdom as it were mm. um and my hope is that that's what this will become. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, and yeah, if you're listening, please do go and check out the videos as they are brilliant. Um, yeah, so until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.